Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
He showed out like he ain't never Boy, the Holy Ghost was up in this house Every word came from his mouth I know it was true Because it had already been It was confirmed before And, and it was triple conform, uh, confirmed This morning And I tell you, when he talked about Praising God in the midst of all This pandemic and stuff going on mm, 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 mm. Oh, Lord and, and it seems like Not only him was talking about Time, heaven, 
and he he spoke a little bit about heaven, but I heard two other pastors, well, one other pastor I know, but she'll talk about heaven this morning, and everything, you know, start, the dots begin to connect, and you start feeling a, a, a worthless, uh, a worthness inside of you, and you feel like, oh, you can do all things through Christ. I'm telling you, today was a good day for me, very good day. And um, today I'm going to be bringing you a little something about heaven a little later on today. And um, I tell you, I'm just so proud of what was going forth today in a way. But he talked about the glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So I want to just play a little bit of this song today, the glory for your glory. Lord, if I find favor in your sight, Lord, please hear my heart's cry. I'm desperately waiting to be where you are. I'll cry.
Oh, bless the Lord for your glory, for your glory. Tasha Leonard in the house. Oh, bless the Lord. You are listening to Glorious Gospel Vibes right here on Blog Talk Radio, baby. Hey, it's a good time to be blessed. It's a good time to be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I'm telling y'all, it's time to be saved. If you're not saved, at the end of this broadcast, we're going to ask if anyone needs to be saved that has not been saved to give their life over to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and let him direct your path. Uh, he will make every crooked edge straight. I promise you, yes, he will. Yes, he will. And in this time, day and time, we don't have no no room for error. No room. So today, I'm going to bring a little word, and I want you all to listen. Just listen. Just sit back and listen. Let's have a grand time together right here on Inspiration Okay, yeah. You're listening to Evangelist Glory Pope right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes. And listen, I want to talk a little bit today about heaven. Heaven. A message of hope in this time of trouble and pandemic. Heaven. When we think about heaven, we think of everything above, way above. Because they say everything good comes from above. And we know that heaven has been promised to us if we are followers of Jesus Christ and believe in him and believe in, in our God, El Elyon the Most High. Okay, but you know, a lot we don't hear too many sermons on on these heaven, on heaven these days at all because you know we aren't in church, and you know most uh, we're home virtually watching church, and you still don't hear hear too many pastors talk about heaven. But I heard some pastors talk about heaven today, and uh, that may seem strange since it's, it is every Christian's joy to ponder the being with the Lord for all eternity. And the promise of heaven is at the very core of the gospel that we preach. Yet there is a reason why we don't hear much on this joyful subject because the fact is the Bible doesn't say a whole lot about heaven, you know, and how it is. Jesus never sat down with his, his disciples and explained the glory and majesty of heaven. He he did say to the thief on the cross, he said, today you will be with me in paradise. But he didn't say what it would really be like at that time. That would have probably been a long conversation. But the Apostle Paul, he referred to heaven when he spoke about it as being taken up into paradise. And he says he saw and he heard things that were so wild in his mind that he had no language to describe it. I mean, he said uh, you get the idea from Paul's description that uh, that when he what he saw he could not comprehend or explain or conceive in his mind. So whatever Paul witnessed in heaven impacted him so much, it impacted him for the rest of his life as he longed to be right there in heaven. So where is heaven? We don't know. We know it's above. We we think of above. We do know that a new heaven is coming as well as a new earth. And this new planet won't merely be the old earth as refined by fire, but something entirely new. And its center will be the capital city of the new Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. We do also know that the throne of God is in heaven. Likewise, Jesus is there. And as the angels of the Lord and innumerable multitudes. And moreover, Paul says that once we're there, we will behold Jesus face to face. That's in Corinthians, if you want to know, 13th chapter. We're going to have immediate personal access to the Lord throughout eternity. Beloved, that if that alone were all that heaven is, it would just be enough for me. 
It will be enough for me. The Bible tells us that heaven will be will rule with the Lord as we will rule as kings and priests. Scripture suggests that heaven won't be just about relaxing and doing nothing, sitting around chilling. Like we say, we chilling. No. It says we're going to act as his servants there and shall serve him. That's in Revelation 22nd chapter. This tells me we'll be given thrilling, blessed assignments in a new world to come. Oh, you know what I'm telling y'all? We need everything new because everything down here is terrible. It is rotten to the core. Paul refers to experience this experience in paradise. He spoke of being in this like a third heaven or something. What? The Hebrew scholars of Paul Day, they taught this about three layers of heaven. First, the physical atmosphere we inhabit. That's what we inhabit. The physical atmosphere we inhabit. Then the second heaven where the stars are. And finally, the third heaven where God and paradise are. Now, I've heard people preach on this, and they, they added about four or five more heavens onto this. I don't know how true that is. All I can say for sure on this subject is that Jesus ascended to the heaven above all heavens, and he told us that he's there now preparing a place for his people. And he also said, I'm going to come again, and I will take you there. Where I dwell, you will dwell. So in short, beloved, I can tell you what heaven is like. I don't know much about what's going on, what's going on there. I have no new revelation to offer, no Paul-like vision. But I can tell you what heaven is and what it is not, what is not there, because that's what Scripture offers. And as we, and as you'll see, what this reveals gives us reason to rejoice. We begin with the Apostle uh, 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 the Apostle John vision in Revelation 21. And it was different. Uh, it's gonna, I'm going to name about seven, maybe seven step uh, uh, things that he said in, uh, in Revelation 21st chapter, John did. See, John tells us we won't find the following things in heaven. These are things you will not see in heaven. There will be no more seeds like the sea, water. He said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. First, the first heaven and the first earth was passed away, and there was no more sea. Mm-hmm. John isn't saying there will be no more water. He's saying that there won't be any more threats from the earth's large bodies of water, no more hurricanes, typhoons, killing tsunamis. In fact, the only water that's mentioned concerning the new earth will be a river of gladness that flows through the streets of the new Jerusalem. What you talking about? <laughs> John said he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Mm, mm, mm. Number two, there will be no more handkerchiefs in heaven. Mm. Why? We won't have no need for such things because Scripture implies we won't even need have tear glands. I mean, we don't even need no tear glands because we're not going to be crying. God said he's going to wipe away all of our tears from our eyes. And according to John, tears simply won't exist in heaven. Likewise, there will be no more funeral parlors, caskets, or cemeteries. Why? Therefore, there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying. So we don't have no tears. We, we, we won't be crying. Think of it. No more standing there in front of a casket grieving over a loved person or loved one of ours. No more sorrow, crying, or mourning. Because in heaven we will never die. Once we have been raised up from the earthly grave by Christ's resurrection power, we can never die again. Mm. Think about that. Three, there will be no more drug stores, hospitals, doctors, nurses, ambulances, painkillers, and prescriptions. <laughs> Y'all can put them oxycodones down. Mm-hmm. We gonna have to. You won't need those no more. John writes, neither shall there be any more pain, so you won't need them. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You talking about a good God? Number four, there will be no more fear, no more unbelief, no more abom- uh, uh, abominable things, murders, lies, or witchcraft. Oh, that's good. That is so good. The Bible tells us that all who practices such fire, so we don't have to worry about that. The fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars. 
hey, they shall have a part in the lake of fire, which burneth with fire and brimstone. That's where they're going to be. So we ain't going to have to worry about any of that. Oh, how great our God is. Let me tell you all something. If, you, if you're hang, uh, hung up, tied up, and tangled up in Jesus, which is the vine, God say he is the vine dresser, and Jesus is the vine. And we are the branches. If we are tied up in him, when we bloom, we bloom. And our tree going to reach all the way up into the heavens because we're going to be with Jesus. Oh, I just want to say a little something, something on that. The vine, I want to play a little something, the vine by none other than your host, Gobi Pope, right here on Glorious Gospel Vine. <laughs>
vine, the vine, hallelujah, Jesus. I, I'm telling you, if you're hooked up, tied up in the vine, you are hooked up and tied up in Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. I'm telling y'all, hey, you have fruits to bear when you're hooked up and tied up in the vine. We are the branches. Jesus is the vine, true vine, the living vine. No, y'all don't get me started. Don't get me started. I've already started. I don't know why you have to play this kind of song. Because my wait, let me tell you something. You don't be playing them kind of songs. You just have people crying and stuff. I make up all running all down everywhere. You don't do all this kind of stuff like that. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. We are on the air and we gotta play these songs so we can uplift and encourage people to seek God first. Because when you seek God, you will run into His Son Jesus. Because you know you can you got to you got to be go through Jesus to get to the Father. So we got to prepare these people for that. You should know that. Yeah, but that Lord, Lord help me, Jesus. Just go ahead, go ahead, go on, evangelist. <laughs> well, we was on number five. Well, we was on number five. We went to we was on four. Now we on step five and and and, and finding what is not in heaven. Okay, there will be no more reason to move in heaven. No more reason. How do I know this? Jesus tells us, let not your heart be troubled. In my father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. That's John 14, chapter 1 through 2nd verse. Now, I, you know, I recently went to this woman, and, if, and if, that she was asking a question. She said, how could there be room enough for so many dwellings in, in, in the Father's house? And that was kind of a crazy question, but she asked that question. But look here, these words uh, uh, these words ought to mean something to us. You know, the Bible scholars interpret Jesus' meaning here as many dwellings. That may or may not be accurate. All I know is this. If Christ is, is the building, if Christ is building it, if he's building the building, we can be sure it is something glorious because now remember the church is within us. And as we each think about the place our Lord is building for us in heaven, we are not to picture brick buildings or anything like that. Rather, his habitations are of another realm altogether. And as humans see, we can't conceive of a realm in which the body passes through all material uh, substances. Unhindered. Jesus did this after his resurrection, and he says that in heaven our glorified bodies will be like his. And this is a realm no scientist could discover, no no vastly different from anything we could comprehend or conceive in our minds. The important point about what Jesus said makes about heaven is this is home. You're going to live eternally where, he said, where I live. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Simply put, there is a home in eternity for each and every one of us. And Jesus said it in essence, when that day comes, when we're here with, when, when, when me and you are here with him, he, person, he will personally show us what he has built for us. So no worries, my beloved, no worries. If you believe in the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you shall see him again face to face. Number six, there are no crippled limbs in heaven, no blindness, no deafness, no decaying bodies. The Bible says that we're going to have new bodies in heaven. Of course, this is a well-known doctrine of Christians, and Paul has much to say about it. He said, some men will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Now, this is in 1 Corinthians 15 chapter. In other words, people may wonder, what kind of body is going to be raised from the dead? Paul answers that the body that goes into the grave isn't the one that will come out. What you talking about? Oh, baby. <laughs> Y'all will have me shouting up in here. That which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be. But God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him. That's the 15th chapter, 37th verse. In other words, the body will inhabit uh, in heaven. We'll inhabit that in heaven. We uh, will be in the likeness of our God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. They will be celestial, heavenly, not uh, terrestrial, earthly. 
According to Paul, our physical body is sown in corruption, but raised up in, in it would be raised up incorruptible. Oh Lord, I'm being shot up in here. Simply put, when our bodies are sown and buried, it is a natural and terrestrial body. But when we're raised up, it will be as a celestial or heavenly body. The body will have then will be glorified by the resurrection power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus in us. What you talking about? <laughs> Let me go on. Let me go on to number seven because see, we, we, we got a little time, little time. Woo. Number seven, there will be no clocks in heaven because time shall be no more. <laughs> no more time. John writes that the angel appeared before him and stood on both the sea and land. And the angel then raised his hand to heaven and said, according to John, swear by him that liveth from forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things that therein, that there shall be no, there shall be time no more, no longer. Revelation 10, 6th chapter. I'm just going to go and throw it on out there. This one of the hardest concepts for me to grasp myself. I, I was trying to think of no more time. Well, what, what, what are we going to be? What are we going to do? A moment is going to come when time itself will be cast aside. Imagine no more years, no more months, weeks, days, hours, minutes, nor seconds. There will be nothing to mark time, not even nightmare, not uh, night day uh, or, or daylight, for Christ will be light. In paradise Prepare yourself for heaven That's all you got to do Is get yourself ready To take that trip Because I'm preparing a place for you He said So if he preparing a place for me I want to be there He said he got a mansion for me Over there in heaven He's preparing a place for me I want to see it I don't take those words in that word of God lightly, and I don't think you should either. Maybe all this sounds far-fetched to you. Paul Paul in the Bible testified about it. When the faithful apostle was caught up into heaven, he heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Paul said he was staggered. At what he heard there, and I, he said, "I believe these were the very sounds he heard." He he, well, I believe that he said, uh, "I was given a preview of the singing and the praising of God by those who will, will be rejoicing in His presence. Their bodies made whole, their souls filled with joy and peace." And it was a sound so glorious that Paul could hear it, but not repeat it. Dear saints, make heaven your earnest desire. Because Jesus is coming soon, and he's coming very soon. If you look at what's going on, all what's going on, if you are a Christian and a believer of Jesus Christ, you ain't got nothing to worry about what's going on here right now, this pandemic and all this, because we are saved, sanctified. God has filled us. He's covered us with his love. We are covered. So don't you worry about one thing, because Jesus is coming for those who long to be with him. They are in heaven. So that's what we can look forward to. Take your eyes of all what you hear, uh, see around you that's bad and stay focused on Jesus. And I promise you, he will keep you covered, hidden in his pavilion, hidden in his fortress, because no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. And that is our inspiration corner for today. But before I get off of this subject, for all who is not saved, and they want to be saved, and they're on the air, and they're listening in right now in the name of Jesus. I'm, I want to uh, ish, uh, say the sal- a prayer of salvation with you and uh, so that you can accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior right now, right here. And all you got to do is repeat these words after me. Heavenly Father, I want to be saved and come into the fullness of you. I know that I have sinned in my life, and I ask that you forgive all my sins, the ones I know about and the ones I don't know about. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ 
is the Son of God. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I ask that Jesus Christ come into my heart and create in me the kind of person you, Father, had intended me to be from the moment of my conception. I thank you for this wonderful gift, and now I know that I am saved. Right now, beloved, you are saved. And what we need you to do at this time is believe in what you, what you have just spoken, that Jesus is the Son of God. Find your Bible-teaching church and join that church so that you get more understanding of the Word of God as you go upon your new journey. You are a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Everything right now has become new. In Jesus' name, amen. And I thank God for you, beloved, right here on the, in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you, we're going we're gonna, to uh, uh, go at this today. You'll never walk alone because Jesus is going to be right there with you, a uh, new life that you're getting ready to uh, encounter. He will be right there with you. And I want the best of the best to sing this song. My mother taught me this song when I was little. You'll never, ever walk alone. Aretha Frank is going to take us on out of here today, right here on Glorious Gospel.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.